You're listening to another fine We Hate Bards podcast. Tonight, Alex is running us through a Call of Cthulhu game entitled... It's the Ties That Bind, actually. All right. Yeah. I'm Mike. I'm playing Doug Beckman, a private eye. I'm Guy, and I'm playing Jonathan Jones, but my friends just call me JJ. Your turn. Mr. Jones. What friends do you have? On the rails, he meets tons of people. Oh, yeah, you're not a player. Dave playing Rhett Bastard, the policeman. Rhett Strike Bastard. Breaker. Yeah, Strike Breaker Extraordinaire. <laughs> so, uh, today we bring together these, these three, uh, you know, daring uh, investigators. Uh, two of them are, you know, were hired to investigate an incident of vandalism that. We got a third, a third guest who's just a member of, you know, a family friend who showed up for work, and he realizes that he can sort of hitch on with the other guys, I assume. <laughs> um, this revolves around good old the Carringtons. The Carringtons just came into a good, a good amount of money after, you know, a couple elderly people died in their family, and uh, Edna, Edna. Yeah, Edna. We're calling her Edna because that's easier for me to say. Edna uh, decided that she was going to rebuild the new family home. It's a very nice home, building it on a hill. You know, it's got a got a uh, fountain that they're building, a greenhouse they got going up. The whole thing is under construction, though. So why did they choose this location? <laughs> what is the nature of the vandalism? Well, I asked because I'm sure it's relevant. Not really, actually. <laughs> it was just good land that they wanted. They, the they uh, since they came into money, you know, it's one of those it's a large plot that just wasn't developed at the time, but it's close enough to the city that you still still get to the local mire. It's too hilly and rocky to farm, but just hilly and rocky enough to build a house on. Yeah, exactly. And they uh, the the vandalism is actually their their water fountain was destroyed. Yeah, the the beautiful fountain. They had actually finished that first because it was rather easy because, you know, they bought all the pieces from, you know, Europe and had them shipped over and everything was put together. Someone tipped the bastard over one night, and they don't have any idea how. So it was like a statue? It's a big-ass statue. How big? 20 feet? Eh, you know, feet? like 10, 15 feet of marble. What was it, a statue of? It was a child... Uh, you know, like old Greek sort of thing. It was a child. He had a uh, he had a uh, shell that was like pouring water into the okay, you know, like a cherub, cher- cherub, yeah, like a cherub sort of thing. So it wasn't a piddling fountain. No, it, okay. he wasn't pissing into the fountain. Unfortunately, right. um, but they do have those. They do have those. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that. It was you know this and it's it, more tasteful. Yeah, yeah. they uh, they you know. They, their, their fountain was destroyed, and they're pissed because that was an expensive fountain, and none of the workmen, because the Carringtons are 100% confident that it was one of the stupid workmen that they hired, because they think that the workmen aren't getting, maybe they think that they're underpaid for the work that they're doing, and we're upset with how lavish the Carringtons are building this home and everything, and it's the only way they could do it, because they'd have to use like equipment or a truck or something to pull this thing down. Hmm. So, you know. Is there any heavy equipment other than a truck on site? You know, they have some digging. So this this was like too that. heavy are. for, like, a drunk person to push over on a bender. Well, as we fade from, you know, the narrator to women, human huh? beings all standing around this broken fountain, and I assume Dave is already, like, you know, pumping his shotgun a little bit to be like, we're going to show these workers who are clearly trying to strike against the Carringtons. 
uh, you know, Edna explains to you, like, well, look at the, look at the fountain. It's it's all broken. And none of these people, we've called the police. The police don't know what to do. They say it was probably just some stupid kids and that we just have to replace them. There's nothing they can do. And I just want this all solved. Mm. So, uh, you know, you guys can just make int rolls at this point. Boy, can I. Yes, you sure can. I 50% fail. chance. You fail. I don't know anything about no statues. No. You know what? Hmm. This is important to me. Holy crap. I as an investigator. I rolled a two. So I, I impaled it pretty much. Out of six. Two out of six. So, uh, Dave, you, uh, you realize looking at the statue that, like, yeah, a human being couldn't do this. This is like a couple hundred pounds. Commies. Of, yeah. Could, could have been, like, maybe a dozen human beings, but, you know, it's, it was, no normal person could just, like, come up and push this over, and it doesn't really look like someone used a truck to, like, tie a rope around it and pull it, and as you're, like, you know, examining this broken statue and stuff like that, you hear a splash as, this one just sort of clumsily falls straight into the fountain. Ah! <laughs> so, you know, he's... What's your name again? Doug Beckman. And Guy, you, you think that the fountain might have been made of foam, and so now you're trying to... Stealthy as out, you know, Beckman. Make sure that it actually is real stone, because... You don't. It could be like enough that someone pushed over baby. <laughs> baby is a really strong construction. Word. It could have been maybe a gorilla. I mean, what? Kami <laughs> has. You can find an adventure. Unnatural strength. Actually, is a gorilla. Yeah. So, uh, what do you guys want to do now that you're? Uh, he's he's. Wiping himself off, I assume, and getting out of the fountain. Yes. You want to examine the fountain more, or anything? Sure. So basically... I shall the, spot hidden the fountain. I, I, I'm assuming my arrangement is something like I get in with the other workers, rat on them, and then they pay me. Yeah. I exactly succeed. You exactly succeed. So in that case, when does work resume? Uh, actually, work is ongoing right now as you're all standing so here with Edwin. I'm going to probably... My idea would probably be to go to work and, you know, at lunch try to chat with these, these construction workers Okay. I don't have any social skills, but that doesn't stop me from rolling. So, you know, you walk over to the building and you start the process of, like, picking up a hammer and all these construction workers start looking at you like, what the... And, uh, you know, one of the construction workers slips and immediately impales himself on one of the equipment since he was distracted by you, and he is screaming and flailing now. So, as you examine the fountain, Mike... Yes. Before you're interrupted by this screaming and flailing construction worker. I was going to go help him, but yeah, okay. Oh, you're going to stop examining it? Well, as soon as the screaming starts, yes. But until the screaming starts, what do I see? So before the screaming starts, as you examine it, you notice that uh, it isn't just like the statue, like it's pulled over like Lenin statues or like toppling Saddam Hussein or like Hitler. It was, looks like it slid and then was pushed over, but there are also... Around the fountain, some rather large gashes in the fountain face itself, on the outside of it, as if something like was attached on all sides or something. And then you start hearing the screaming yeah. of this this worker who was right. impaled on a wrought iron fence after he gawked to look at good old uh, 
I've seen this kind of thing happen on the rails all the time. Yeah. You know, someone's not paying attention and they get their foot caught somewhere. It's a it's problem. Bad. Scaffolding. You, really, the only thing you can do is put him down at this point. Yeah, he's he's currently on a fence. Are you gonna are you gonna go walk over and break his neck yeah. off? <laughs> Before he does that, eighteen out of thirty for first aid to help this poor guy. You remove him, so you know, guy's eyes sort of turn red, and he's like, "Well, we'll make this quick," and you. Pull the guy off this thing, and he's holding this wound that goes clean through him, and, you know. I, I, I tell them to either call an ambulance or get this man to a hospital. The two of the workers are like, we're on it right now. It's the third time this week this has happened, and, uh... So there's been mysterious accidents plaguing the work site. It's Tuesday. Um, so, uh... Third time this week implies that Sunday happened, Monday it happened, and maybe today. No, because why would they be working on Sunday, especially in oh, the 1920s? Probably happened so twice on Monday. And the twice on Monday, and the, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Working on Sunday, they're definitely counting. Yeah, so, you know, two of them grab the guy, and they put him in the back of a truck, and you hear him moaning, and, you know, they speed off really quickly. So and have any of the previous, uh, previous accidents uh, had survivors? Ed, Edna sort of, you know, walks over and like, damn boys, always always dropping shit and getting stuck on fences. This is the third time this week. Can't get this job done. It's been four weeks. They with, haven't even gotten the second story on the house yet. With this particular fence? Well, all of them, everywhere. You should have seen when they built that uh, greenhouse over there. One of the guys took his hand clean off by chopping, chopping some sheet metal on or uh, glass on it. It's terrible. Yeah, like it was an awful mess. He had to clean that up afterwards, too. You don't think I'm paying a boy to, to bleed everywhere on, on my dollar? <laughs> yes, well, no, no, obviously. You, I look over at your communist character and I think, like, for the first time ever, maybe you have a point. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. Says. Um. We we need to to find out about the history of this place, like Indian burial ground, <laughs> double Indian burial ground. Yeah, this is kind of Indian odd. burial ground that was used by gypsies. Like, had, did she dispossess anyone from this place? Dispossess anyone? Yeah, like were there squatters? Her? Yeah. Okay, so you you ask her and I, I tell her that that many accidents smacks of sabotage. Sabotage. No, this land was this land's been uh, free. It's too close to swamp over there to, to actually, you know, have anyone that lives. That's what we got at such a discount. But you know, we wanted to build a nice house yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, uh, I, I'm not too concerned about these working boys here. I mean, realistically, I'm paying them for a job, and they're just half-assedly doing it. Yeah, yeah, half-assed. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so, so uh, I got an eight for psychology, and my extreme is twelve. So. Uh, she telling the truth, or did they like slaughter a family of gypsies, or she, she there's is a band tell- of Indians maybe living on here? She is telling the truth, actually. All right. um, yeah, yeah, that's actually a really interesting skill. Wow, that's a really interesting skill set. Hey, let's see if she can do this though. Does she know hypnosis? <laughs> no, she might be able to counter hypnosis with this skill though. Uh, I need this guy and... What's it called? Oh, you'll find out in just a second. As she says that last part about, you know, these boys are just being too lazy. 
she uses withering stare, and she looks looks at the rest of the construction workers on the scaffolding, and they all stare at her for a second, and they all just you go back to work. You start hearing the sounds of happy humming and sawing and hammering. <laughs> I should get back to work. I think we're going to do that now. I, I would if I were you. Get, get some information out of these boys. See what I see what I find out at lunch. Okay. So, you know, you go back to work and, you know, none of them even look up this time when you show back up at the scaffolding. You just start, what, climbing it like a spider monkey? Yeah. You should make a climb check, though. Scaffolding is very dangerous. I succeed. You make it up to the second story. That's not complete. Hey, what are you two doing while uh, he spider monkeys up the scaffolding and, you know, you see how she's a cruel taskmaster of an... Ed, Edna Carrington, the iron-willed lady, is actually her full name. What kind of business does she run? She's retired. She just got money. Oh, well, she's not a hmm. business owner. Yeah. So I wouldn't have any experience with her. So is she, no. is she, was she rich before she got her inheritance, or is she's, this new? This is all new to her. So that, that's why she's wanting to build a, a huge house as soon as possible. Exactly, and why she was cheap on the land, too, at the same time. Um... So I'm going to continue to spot hidden the... Uh, the fountain? The fountain. You said that it had, like, marks in it, as though something had been attached? Yeah, as though it, yeah. you would describe it as, you know, something was attached and uh, had pushed the thing over, potentially, or, like, tried to pull the whole fountain up, maybe. Something like that. So these are, like, grooves, like something metal that cut into the side of the Metal could do it. Metal could do it. <laughs> Does it seem like it's uh, an a artificial arrangement? Like you would have no. perfectly straight lines, like a piece of metal. It is uh, not an artificial arrangement. It okay, so it's it's more haphazard and organic, almost. Exactly. Hmm. Um, you uh, are we up against the horrible treatment of Mugwa. No, my character doesn't you, know that. Uh, um, so is there, is there any residue remaining in the uh, these holes? And how many holes are there? And is there an even number of holes on each side? Uh, there's three holes, and no, there's not an even number on every side. So it's two and one? It is, like, one mark has three, another one has, like, two and maybe a half, and then on the other side there's, like, one here and then, like, four. Hmm. Like this... Whatever was cutting it maybe wasn't even all the way around. Huh. It's very oh, so odd. The holes were from something cutting it. Yeah. They had to be they had to be something cutting it based on based on uh, I return to my car. You don't want to search fountain anymore? And I I go to my car and I return with my camera. Okay. And they take so multiple like, pictures. These like holes or gashes in this the, the rim of the fountain. Gashes. Gashes. Like like a claw mark. Like a claw mark. Claw mark would be a good idea. Uh, the top of the statue was pushed over. Yep, the whole thing pushed right off his pedestal. I take out a dollar bill, <laughs> get it damp in the fountain, and put it up against the thing so I have good scale, and I take ought nine worth of pictures. The skill of 55. That's that's pretty good. Those are good yes. pictures. Oh, yeah. Turn them very nicely. They, they, uh... I will develop them later. You and show them to uh, numerous professors at uh, various colleges to get their professional opinions. It seems odd to me. It's 
Does not uh, does not seem does not seem like humans did this almost. Um, they were made with a relatively blunt tool, is exactly how this describes it. So hmm. I mean, you know, a human could if they had, you know, a, a device. Well, but they weren't cam- random to be done by a tool. More like like a giant bear got up on the rim of the fountain and pushed the statue over. And well, also, it's not like they hammered in a baton. Pretty reasonable. It's not like they were hammering in batons. It's like something was hammered in to grip and then pull, but if you'd hammered something in, it wouldn't leave these types of marks, right? No. Yeah. Mm. Well, maybe it was like a crane, though. It could be like crane. something that came yeah. down. Yeah, right, a rusky bear. Um, a rusky bear. Yeah, are there any... Crap. Are there any tracks around that would be unaccounted for? Perhaps larger than normal human footprints? Perhaps, like, tread-like prints from a steam shovel? Which should make track? Tracking or spot hidden? Uh, I will go with spot hidden instead of track. I barely succeed on spot hidden. Well, by five. It's okay. You uh, barely succeeded, you said? Well, I got 55 out of 60. There aren't any tracks. Hmm. So anything uh, hmm. interesting going on while I'm helping construct the uh, second floor? No, they all they all seem to be... And they all seem to be normal. Everyone's happy. Happy. They're, they're all grumbly because, like, we get paid so little to do something so lavish. And, man, this, this lady was crazy all morning about the 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 uh, fountain and it being broken and we don't know who would have done that and they're they're you know grumbling the whole day about how this uh was it why couldn't we have gotten that easy job like those other guys did and, and what what there's easy work to be had here they're the one of the guys well I mean it depends we guess we don't really know what they were doing they're down in the basement and uh, he was uh, he was saying that Imagine I immediately run to the basement. <laughs> Imagine they'd be uh, laying foundation or something. Well, there's a there's a cellar down in the basement where they're keeping some of the evidence for this fountain thing. Uh, they took some of the stones out of the fountain and uh, and uh, put them down there with the, another broken piece of that statue and some other stuff that they're trying to keep under lock and key. Is what one of the guys explains to you. Why'd they lock it up? Well, it's uh, was it this. In the morning, when Edna found the broken statue, she called her uh, good buddy uh, Hackett, who lives in town. And Hackett showed up, and he wanted to make sure that, uh, uh, what's it called? He wanted to make sure that we had everything ready for when the police arrived for arresting people. So they threw it in the basement. It's evidence. Yeah. And they done, she's very paranoid that we're going to steal stuff from her, so, you know, they have the... Expensive equipment locked up down there, too. We have to check in and check out with our hammers in the morning, even. I wish I was there to hear that. Well, don't worry. I mean, he said lunchtime. I mean... Here. So at lunchtime, we meet up with you clandestinely. And uh, we ask you if you found out anything. You're keeping evidence from the statue in the basement. Hmm. Want to have it pristine for when the police get here to do an investigation. That's incredibly wrong. That's not how you do things, but okay. Head to the basement to check this out. Dave, would you like to come with me to the basement? Let's all go to the basement. I can't have a 
Okay. So you guys go to the basement. It's like literally a 30-second walk from where you were to go into this half-constructed house to go down to the cellar. And there's a, there's these two guys. One is, one is literally sleeping, and the other one is just sitting in a chair next to this giant iron door. And, you know, they're just sitting there. One is literally sleeping. What a the hell are you going to for? Iron door. Hey, you, what are you getting paid for here? Oh, you just, guy, the guy sort of perks up when he hears you yell that. And he's like, oh, sorry, uh, we're guarding the door like we were told to. No right, one no who, one goes in and out. Who told you that, lady? Yeah, Edna, Edna and uh, Hackett said to, had to uh, keep the door closed so that no one steals any of the stuff inside of here. Well, they've hired us to investigate, so we'd like to uh, go inside. I can't just let you in, sorry. I don't Sound, care what you We say. can sign in. We have you want names. to spend the night in jail or, or worse, you better step the f- aside. <laughs> Are you actually a police officer? Yeah. He's, he's the police. I'm a local police officer, too. You're a local boy? Hip switch. So, uh, you got your shield with you? Shit, I got my badge on, yeah. Okay. I'm, so, I'm about uniformed officers. Okay, so they're like, oh, sorry, right. sorry, officer, sorry. Seems, you know, he's pretty well off intimidated by that. They, they open the door and let you right in, actually. Into the, into the... Not creepy room. All right, I take his chair. Yeah. Put it in the door frame. Knock her out. You put it so like it can't close. Yeah. Oh, guy sort of looks at you like, okay. So you guys walk in. I've I've been sealed in a iron room before. Always start flooding. (laughs) Uh, You guys walk in, and you know you you see some their equipment, like you know. Maybe there's a concrete mixer. There's a the thing of uh, uncut marble. There is broken statue pieces. So I, I some, oh, God. There's rubble from the statue. Mm-hmm. There is like bags of cement. A uh, uh, locker that looks like it's supposed to contain hammers and hoes and shovels and stuff. Yeah, all, all the stuff that would be not expensive, but yeah. Valuable and easily stolen. So yeah. the statue was brought over in pieces from Europe and then assembled here? No, it should have been a full piece. The pieces that are down there are just like scraps and pieces like they had picked up some of the statue and put it in the basement. So what's like, the block the of marble what? for if, okay. it wasn't, if it, the statue wasn't carved here? Uh, the block of marble was like a, a, another extra piece to add to it if you wanted to set it higher up or anything because mm-hmm. they didn't know the exact dimensions when this old lady calls over to some European sculptor and she was like, I need a fountain statue! So it's just an extra piece for her. Hmm. You guys want to perform any spot hiddens or anything like yes. that? Yeah, I have spot But I have, I have an idea. What kind of idea do you have, Mike? Um, well, I got 14, which is out of 60, for spot hidden. My idea is later at night, we put the big piece of marble up on the thing, and then we lie in wait to see if something comes along and knocks it down again. It's not bad. And then we spend the rest of our lives in insane asylum going, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. <laughs> that could work. Yeah, um, it's pretty dry. So I spot it. I like it. You spot it, whatever I, it I, is. I was going to make a... Uh, I was going to make a... Uh, oh. world board no, I, I, I feel my spot hidden, but I want to... Uh, push, push it? Yeah, I want to push it. Because okay. I, I know how important it is to have a good grasp of what's around you on the rails. It, it's very important. Yeah. 
you can die if you don't catch the right things. Or if you do catch the right things, I guess that kills you too. It's even worse. Did <laughs> you roll even worse? 89. Oh. I can't feel bad for you. Um, well, they have penicillin by now. So, uh, they do. You can get penicillin. So, uh, Mike, you pass yours, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are in <coughs> investigating the statue pieces. Mm-hmm. And the rocks that they brought down do not belong to this statue. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, they really did hire poor workers. Yeah. How, are, what is the pay like? The pay? Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good question. Good, because was she, like, looking for the cheapest workers she could get? Uh, I mean, she's probably, yeah, probably, actually. Probably ones well, that would be missed first. Well, I, I don't know I, what average. I, I, I'm thinking pieces are the pieces are starting to come together. That the workers did this, and they're just awful lazy bums. I've met plenty of awful lazy it's, bums, and this it's seems not like malicious. It's just incompetent. Yeah. Um, so, does it look like some of the stone pieces that don't belong to the statue would fit together to form larger rocks that someone might have been using to hit the statue with? No. Do you want to pick one up? I do. I, I, I put on a pair of work gloves and picked them up. I failed my pushed roll, do so not, I just picked do one no up longer without gloves on before he can... Uh, he does, it, I do have to admit that that probably does happen, and uh, there's yeah, an extra I, I, bit no, no, don't get your fingerprints I, on I it. pick one up to get a close look at it with my 89 spot hidden. You, you do. What you doing, boy? <laughs> um, you, put, you put that down now. He uh, he picks it up and he, it, it's this banana shaped rock that uh, yeah you know it's banana shaped like this and he picks it up and as he's looking he drops it and it hits the ground but it doesn't like a bounce or b break is solid sort of like smushes like 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 uh. Like, it seems like it would, it normally under your normal grasp, it's, you know, rather firm, but maybe under the force of hitting the ground from dropping Oh, this is from... like that cornstarch stuff that... Yeah, yeah the Newtonic fluids. Yeah, yeah. the, the yeah. non-Newtonian fluids. They, it sort of, when it hits the ground, it sort of, like, deforms at the bottom, and then it, it slowly goes back together to its oddly banana shape. Huh. So, you want to pick one up with the uh, gloves on now? I'm going to pick it back up and start poking it. No. Oh. You know, it's Andy squeezing roll. Yeah, it. sure. I try squeezing it hard, like a. Yeah, actually, you two make Sandy rolls as well. I didn't even see it. Oh. I was still looking at him, like, who'd let this asshole in? I actually succeed on the Sandy. Okay, then you lose Sandy. So Wait, that's weird that's wrong. odd. It is very that's odd. Very odd. So when I when I squeeze it, it's hard like a wrong. It is fairly. Strong. I turn around and throw it as hard as I can at the wall. Oh, do you really want to do that, yes. though? Oh, God. I, I, I want to see what happens, because it, like, it kind of smushes when it hits the ground, but it's really hard in my hand, so I want to... Oh, God, I feel so sad now. <laughs> so you throw this... Uh, you know, it, it's funny. I, I should mention this. Um, so as, as I'm looking at things, by sheer happenstance, I'm the closest one to the door, which is held open by the chair. Yeah. So if I were to need to run for dear life, I could just push open the door 
and then, you know, immediately moved the chair, shut it, and wedged the door shut with the chair. I'm just saying. You could. What? Look, I'm a hobo, not a cautious private detective. Make a, make a strength. You know, make a, first of all, make a luck roll on this one. 90. 99. Oh, crap. Thank, thank, thank Jesus on this one. Okay, so you, you wind up to throw this thing at the wall, and as you let go, it's like one of those, like, flip sort of things where you, like, let go of the, the ball too soon, it just sort of drops down. <laughs> like, oh, oops. You realize that these, these stones aren't stones in this, in this moment. They're definitely something more organic in nature from, you know, the, the dropping and deforming. There's a table in the room that has, like, a light on it that you could turn on to maybe examine these things further if you wanted to, rather than whipping them at walls. You're simply going to try to talk hmm. me down. Cause I'm going to go back to this this plan. Um, I, here, how about if we look at it under this light over here? Okay, then we can try throwing it. I, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird. Well, there, there's how many things that we could try. I, I pick it back up. It's, like, hard when you squeeze it, but when right, you drop right. it, it's soft. I want to know what happens if it hits something really hard. Is it really soft? Ain't I arrested you just this week? Yeah, I'm thinking maybe it turns into goo when you throw it at the wall or something. Probably with your strength it might. Um, So you're sitting on the table. I'm not strong, I'm just big. (laughs) You're just big. So you sit at the table and you flip the light on. Mm -hmm. You want to make a biology roll? Or a science roll? Almost any variety except for probably astronomy or geology. Well... Maybe your geology will work. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, I have no science. Uh, I thought he was taking biology. I, he didn't want I to have, take biology. I have psychology. All right. Um, however, 28 for a walk to have a candle in my pocket. Yeah. And I, I light the candle. Oh, wait. Have I heard? And I want to use rail lore to determine if I've heard of any kind of substances like this before. In my journeys across America, you can. So you begin candling in, these rocks in a in a non-threatening way. I put the candle flame very close to. I make my, but work. not immediate. I'm not like sticking the fire in uh, up against the. I'm just putting it like you know, like here. See, does it is it attracted by warmth or something? No, it doesn't even seem like it's moving. But its own as way. you get it closer, you can start, you know, seeing that it is somewhat translucent as you bring it near the candle. Actually, like maybe because it was somewhat dark down here, and now that you're bringing actually a strong light source towards it, you realize that it might be sort of chicken eggish, like an egg, like an eggish. Um, <laughs> you uh, don't know anything from real lore about a substance that. Uh, is solid on, like, you know, physical force, but then also weak on physical force. It's almost as if this egg was trying to not smash itself against the ground somehow. Huh. I poke it. So as, as you poke it, you know... Is it hard again? You use... It's it's hard until, you know, you, you softly poke it, and it sort of deforms a little bit to your poke. I, I tell you to take the edge of your fingernail and go shaving a haircut on it. Okay, I'll try that. Yeah, shave and a haircut, two bits. Oh yeah, it doesn't doesn't do anything. All right, they don't they don't like move. Either you got a knife, so you can cut this thing open. 
Looks you like know, maybe I'm it's an thinking, egg or something. Uh, we're not that far from Arkham, where there's a, a geology department at their college. We could uh, we gather these up and uh, have them examined. Uh, perhaps we could liberally sprinkle this place with gasoline and, you know, just light it all on fire as Ed, we leave. Edna uh, might love that. Well, I'm sure she's insured. Sydney, <laughs> you're just going to be arsonists. So, yeah. You, well, gradually, gradually we're I want to, well, While we're going out, I want to use sleight of hand to pocket one of these things. <laughs> these things that are like... Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm... Like a two-liter bottle worth of egg <laughs> that you're now going to, like, shove into your shirt. Make a luck roll. You're lucky that I didn't put... You're lucky that I didn't put points wait, into sleight of hand. Wait, you said... You did say it was the size of a banana. It, they're banana-shaped. Okay. okay, they're, so they're, they're the size of a two-liter. They're, they're all different shapes and sizes. The one that he was originally interacting with was banana-shaped, but they all are, you know, kitten-sized. I would probably, I would probably like, say they're at least, they could fit so as a, a hobo, kitten inside of each one of them. If some you, might two in somehow. If, if you were to sleight of hand something, would you immediately, for safekeeping, put it in your pants? Yeah. I'd allow it. Go for it. I mean, I'm probably not going to make this because you're, you're really lucky that I didn't take sleight of hand. You could burn luck and push the roll, one or the other. I'm going to push the roll. How close were you? Terribly. I'm not doing this because it's a good idea. I'm doing this because I'm playing a hobo. Okay. And I'm going to hobo it up. You know, as uh, as you guys are shoving it into his pants, uh, you hear the fifty three. The so this is I, this is it's really obvious that I'm trying to pocket this. What are thing. you doing? That thing might be like some alive creature. As you guys are doing this, the, uh, the you especially guys don't want it down there outside the room or sort of you know looking like everything okay in there, guys? Uh, uh, yeah, no yes. problem. Just just getting my pockets straightened out. You uh, you find anything in there? I mean, we we went through all these rocks and stuff already. Did Did you notice how translucent some of them were? No, that that sounds idiotic, there, boy. You're a private investigator. <laughs> I I hold one up and I put a flashlight behind it. Then I take an ordinary rock. See the difference? It's translucent. Well, that's a weird color rock you got there, boy. I don't like you calling me boy. Is anyone actually? Gonna He's like younger than you. Is anyone actually yeah. going to stop me from taking the thing? I, no, I, I warn you against it, but you're your own person with, with your own will and everything. And kind of creeps me out. I'd rather you touch it than me. <laughs> so, you know, Mike breaks his funny bone on the table, and you uh, shove this thing into your pants, your yeah. nice warm pants. Um, and uh, Your warm incubator-like pants. Yeah, and... Did he, does he stick it down to give himself a nice bulge on his pants? You put it all the way, actually, between the two things, so you're, like, waddling out of the room? No, that would be too awkward. I want it, like, somewhere where I can... Uh, so right in the seat, like, you shit yourself? You only got a few options here on that field roll here, guy. <laughs> gotta be honest here. <laughs> okay. We can also have it, like, half hanging out the top of your pants, too, as another... Yeah, option. we'll do that with the shirt over it. I was thinking the shirt would even be like behind it, like you weren't even like really trying that. <laughs> you just walk out with this thing. They're so now it just looks like he's he's very fortunate and very excited. Yeah, I mean, 
What what are you guys gonna do now? You got you got guy with the egg in his pants. I'm thinking it's valuable because like we're thinking this is some sort of weird egg, and I could sell that. You know, I could pawn it to someone who's into weird antiquities, and I could get like a hundred dollars. You guys are only taking one egg. I'm uh, ta- no, I can actually, only carry one egg. You gonna shove your pants in the egg too? No, I presume. I mean, I mean, this this doctor guy, he's just gonna take it to a museum or something. I I'm not gonna see any cash from that, that. There would be like some packing crate. There'd be like yay, that stuff would have come in. So get one of those and put like two of them in. You're not gonna take all of them. No, just a couple. So just so there's enough for. One of them for each of us. Oh, okay. So as we get in the warm car, is it summertime? It is summertime. We get in the warm car and we, we drive for an hour or so. Yeah, to get in downtown. Yeah. So okay. but we, we got to go from Ipswich to Argonne. So we're all kind of thinking these are eggs. These are big eggs. Like, are, is it like a finish. really big bird? It being... You could make an intelligence roll on that one. I vote we park under a bridge and take a nap. I fail my intelligence roll, which is becoming a theme here, but that's appropriate. I succeed on my intelligence roll. I need 34 out of 50. Okay. Uh, So, based on these claw marks on the uh, fountain, and based on your now, uh, you know, kitten sized eggs. Kitten sized eggs. This could be some sort of giant bird, like a California condor, or you know, like a rock. A, a, yeah, a rock. Well, they ain't rocks. You can see through. Or uh, you know, like it could be potentially like some sort of thunderbird. Navajo. Yeah, thunder. That's exactly what I was thinking. Thunderbird potentially. Oh, while we're while we're uh, in the, the yeah, like, while we're in the auto, I'm gonna take the egg the egg back out. I'm going to try something different to get a reaction out of it. I'm going to push it, but with, with, like, slow but steady pressure to see how far I can push it in before it gets resistant. You Ew, know? push it in what? Put, push, like, my, my hand. Because, like, if you just, if you just <laughs> like, put, if you just, like, lightly put a finger on it, it's malleable. But if it's hard, it's more resistant. So I'm going to, like, lightly... See how valuable you can get it, but keep getting the pressure on it. To, you know, to like try to flat, slowly flatten it out or something. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. Um, good. I thought he's. I, I'm really amused by the odd properties of this uh, this rock thing. You guys crate up, uh, you know, three three eggs. I assume. Go outside and get in the auto. Edna, Edna I sees. Edna, what's going on? Yeah, Edna sees you guys with a box and. She's like, I don't. You guys sound crazy, but if you're gonna find out which one of these construction workers broke our broke our fountain, I mean, you have free reign to do what you need to. Yes, Thank and uh, she uh, mentions that. Uh, is y- is you there like the an ethnic people? component to the construction workers? Nah. This is, okay, so this is just she's not a good person. It's yeah. not. She's an even worse person. Yeah, it's just, okay. they're just, you know, standard just construction workers of all ethnicities and, you know, everything. Anyone who'd be doing it, cheap labor. Anyone and everyone who was willing to get paid less than a minimum wage to do this job. Was but, there even a minimum wage in the 20s? So. No. no that wasn't the minimum wage wasn't instituted until um, Roosevelt. It was Dave's character who was the one keeping that minimum wage out. That's the goal. Actually, the minimum wage Free was not a living wage at the time. Because if you so made that country what it is today, got the minimum wage, 
the, uh, you'd be making $520 a year. And at that time, the poverty level was $600. It kind of tells you people should all make the same amount of money. That's bullshit. I should make more than he does. Exactly. You worked harder, you should make more. I think that you should be paid in nickels, and your salary is how much you can carry. I like that. It would help out the working men and screw over the puny executives. How about you just go in and grab as many nickels as you can, can hold with two fists? Fish the guys with That's big hands are like getting rich fast. And the, That's what you get paid for a week. <laughs> um, yeah, so Edna, you know, as you know, you guys aren't the first boys to be interested in those rocks. So I don't see what's such a big deal about who, it. Who who else was interested? Hackett Hackett took a couple of them with him too. Hmm. Who's does Hackett? Hackett have a telephone? Hackett does have a telephone. I'm I'm sorry to trouble you, but. Would you mind if we called Hackett and talked to him a moment? You got the phone working in there yet? I don't know. The answer is no. The phone's not working. Draft. Does she know Wait, his I exchange? Wait, I have 10% in electric repair. Can I try to get the phone working? Yeah, you can try. That's not a problem. If you fail, do not push that. Push that, please. I'll push that. You're pushing an electrical repair roll. Yes. Hey, did you fail? Yeah. Yeah. I grabbed a wooden broom. Good. I'm glad that you're on the ball about this. So as you're trying to repair the phone, all of the, like, the lights inside of the home, because she does have electric lighting, which is actually pretty uncommon for her area being so out in the middle of frickin' nowhere. Um, Does she have a generator? She paid to have the power lines actually run. Wow. I know. In 10 years' time, when the Rural Electrification Board exists, who would pay for that sort of thing for her, she's going to be really mad about that. I start shoving him with the broom to knock him away from the live wires as he stands there going, All the lights dim for a second, and you take three points of damage. A non-conductive wooden broom. Just push. Yep. Because his, he was going to be locked on it, remember? All yes. the muscles would tighten. Yes, I've, I've been electrocuted with 220 before. Mm-hmm. It's not that fun. Mm-mm. It could be worse where I work, because we've got 440 and the next one up from that. Yeah, you have three phase there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, you did not get that. Uh, he has now been shocked on the premise. Uh, as you guys are starting to leave, you know... How's his hair look? Has he gained, like, the appearance of height? Yeah. It's like... Well, very, you know... Is he uh, smoldery? Well, uh, very, uh... What's that guy? Doc Brown-ish, actually. Yeah. As you guys are leaving, you see... So, with my 15 appearance, does it at least look good, though? Yeah, it's okay. It's, you could probably pull it off for a while. Wait, so you have 75 for appearance? Yeah. I have 40 for appearance. I do, too. That's the funny part. By education and appearance. So uh, while I'm messing around with the the egg thing in the car, does anything horrible happen? No, you do send to get it, like, you know, push it far enough in that, like, you start to feel something inside of it sort of a thing. But uh, as you, like, you know, get it that far, the the thing sort of wiggles a little bit and the egg sort of stiffens up a little bit more. So we're definitely, these are eggs now. Yeah. 
You uh, you guys want to call Hackett? Was that wasn't that your goal? Are you heading to like a Western Union for like a phone or something? Um, I was thinking a drugstore along the way, but sure, a payphone somewhere. Yeah, you guys um, stopped at a drugstore, and uh, you guys realized that I uh, order a malted. You order a malted? Yes. I don't know what that is. Is it a drink? Malted milk. A malted milk. Oh. Milkshake. Okay, yeah. With, but it's it's good for you because it's enriched with malt. Exactly. Um, so I order a malted and then uh, call call Hackett. Yeah, he's actually at the Borden, or, yeah, Borden Arms Hotel. Okay. And, so you, uh, you live there or you work there? He is living there currently. Hmm. Uh, Mike, make a luck roll. Because you guys did a lunch. Which would be about 12. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you probably drove for 15 minutes, so 12.30. And how long did you dick around with the uh, eggs in the basement, you think? Probably 10 minutes before we realized, hey, these aren't rocks. So it's like 1 o'clock. belong in a museum. I failed the luck roll. Oh, that's way later than that. He is not currently home, hmm. actually. All right. You can go to the hotel if you want, though. Uh, is it along the way between us and the Arkham University? Yes. Uh, yeah, let's let's stop there and check on him. You guys have any? Uh, you you have police contacts. And he is a police. And you are police. Are you going to use your skills to just sort of like walk up to his room and be like, "Hey, anyone in there?" Yeah, but I'll basically tell the desk, uh, ask if he's there first. So the tell him we need to we need to assume coming with a pass key. The the desk tells you that he's currently out. Actually, he left with uh, a couple very official looking fellows. Uh, he well, said he, he'd be he's back. A, he's a person that, uh, of interest in our investigation. I need to see his room. Okay. Um, I don't need a warrant or anything like that. <laughs> like, okay. You guys. Uh, she she just like yeah okay. I mean you're a local boy, so there's no problem here. And uh, you start heading heading upstairs, and she opens the door for you, and you guys go in. You guys want to, like, look around? How are you looking around? What are you looking for in particular? Is there anything special? Uh-huh. I'm looking for the eggs. The eggs? Yes. In the trash can, you find a broken egg. Uh-oh. I, I want to I see what the inside's like. Uh, it's very leathery. Leathery? Any weird fluid? I mean, not Does it look like uh, look like you broke these. You tasted it. It hatched. <laughs> you got biology? Nope. You got. Biology? I got rail lore though. No, I don't put biology. Don't hobos. You could figure. You could do hobo judge lore everything by taste. <laughs> do I want to burn luck to pass? I burn luck to pass my rail lore check. <laughs> You know from uh, eating random fucking eggs on the rails that the best way to tell if the if the egg was broken or if it hatched is what that inside layer tastes like. I I take a bite. He takes a bite of this egg. The hell is the matter with you? You realize? Oh yeah, it hatched because the the inside layer is uh, different from if you had like cooked it and hatched it or yeah if you like broken it open yourself it might still be like liquidy because oh. the thing wouldn't have been you ready don't yet. even know what that thing is it could be so, poisonous uh, some sort of bird as as you guys uh as you guys uh, are looking around the room uh mm-hmm. you do find a bird cage actually oh huh. does like it have really something horrible in it bird cage 
No, it's a normal sized bird cage. It looks like you know someone had like bent the door bigger on it though. Like they're an idiot just trying to like store something that clearly didn't belong inside that cage. And like uh, they tried to put a really big bird in it. Exactly. Again, they could just have a California condor that they're just like sh- they found all these eggs and they're just starting a breeding program. We don't know. Um, there's also on his desk table mm-hmm. a uh, a picture and of. A- of something. I mean, I'll show you in a second. Um, a picture of something and a uh, you know description of a ripped off notepad that goes with the picture, like he's taking notes on something. And uh, there's this tiny little bowl of food. Looks like cat food, actually, inside this. So, the notepad where it's missing a page. No, the notepad like he attached them together. Like he took the rest of the oh. book and he ripped these two pages out to keep for himself. Alright. So, um, you know, it occurs to me that if if a baby bird is this size, then whatever laid these eggs would be a really, really big bird. Right. Well, think about it. A chicken egg is about this big, and a chicken is about that big. Mm-hmm. So, if the eggs are about this big, it's probably as tall as this room. Mm-hmm. But, when a chicken lays an egg, it's, it's only making and laying one egg at a time. Whereas this thing laid... At least five. It looks like that. His little drawing looks like this. Hmm. No. Yes. It's a big bird. How how much are we getting paid to solve the mystery of the knocked over fountain? Not enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it looks like this is what he uh, is what he uh, drew in his book. Like he's taking notes, and actually, huh? the little note that goes along with it is. The creature is about the size of a kitten, with similar bone structure, but for the fact that it often stands on its hind legs, allowing its forelegs or elongated arms to dangle forward, the claws on all four feet appear to be crossed between non-retracting cat claws and human hands. (laughs) Growing from complex bone structures and musculature on its back are bat-like wings. Each claw... Individually, looks like a cross between a non-retracted cat claw and an entire human hand. That's exactly what he wrote. So it's it's like that. So it's it's like like a, the claw. Each claw is it, it, five is little like things. A, I think like that it, he's just being stupid on his description, where the the whole hand is like a human hand, and each finger is a non-retracted cat claw. Is what his implication of what he's writing is? Okay, not that's like, less horrific. Not like each claw also has five claws on it, <laughs> like little baseball bats. Well, have you ever nails. seen the thing where it's like it's a human hand, but then each finger ends in a tiny human hand? Yeah, I used Whoa. to have a game where you would uh, do that with a tree. And each little hand that you'd add to the tree, you could, like, give an umbrella to, because the goal was to, like, make less rain hit the ground. But each hand that you added was smaller and smaller and smaller, so it just tessellated, and it was awesome. So, uh, it, it's like maybe a, a cat with opposable thumbs. Yeah, that's a pretty good description. But it also, also has, a lizard, but also bat wings. It also has bat wings. Its head is reminiscent of that of a horse, but with vicious fangs in its mouth and barbed horns between its, uh... Eyes. Oh my god, I know what this is. And dispel any further simil that that sort of dispels any further similarity, actually. Its skin is rough and reptilian, but not scaly. In other it's words, It's a Jersey Devil. The skin has the texture of scales. But they are it's not a Jersey scales. Devil. Yeah. This is sounding like a cryptid. 
I've probably heard about these kind of things on the rails. If you want to perform a rail check now, I yeah, got more that you can probably get from this. This, so- this sounds like a cryptid, an Uma, or I don't know how you pronounce that acronym. The out of place artifact. Yeah, no, that's O parts. Um, uh, I'm gonna push that. Right. Gonna push my twenty-two in rail lore. Okay. I hope you pass. Eighty-one. You do not pass. What happens he, when you push it again? Like something bad happens as a consequence. Time. You start to uh, you start uh, at the mouth. telling yeah telling everyone about uh, these uh, Tasmanian devils that you've heard about mm-hmm. on the rails and how sometimes crazy rich folk tend to buy these things and bring them home. And every once in a while, they get in your kid's bedroom and eat your children. Is what he starts telling people. And uh, as he's doing this, he uh, actually. Yeah, that's a good one. He slips and knocks over an ink vial. Yes, sir. I make a hard success for fighting brawl. I grab him by the collar and twist a little bit. And I give him a hard slap across the face <laughs> to snap him out of it. Make a luck roll. A luck roll? Yes. That happens. No problems with that. I failed a luck roll. 94. That ink vial's still going over, that means. <laughs> you grab him, and you slap him hard across the face, and, you know... Do I do, I do minimum damage or no damage? Minimum damage. Two. And uh, as you, you hit him, he... Oh. I could literally slap you to death, and, just so uh, you know. He, uh, he hits the counter after you after you slap him, and it, it literally hits it so hard that the thing bounces and tips over and starts inking over his... Notes and cute little kitten picture. Oh no! Yeah, so uh, Grab it, quick, quick, quick. If Get you want to keep that, that's gone. But he'll be back at six. Oh no, he won't. Yeah, he will. He'll be back at six. If you guys want to wait, maybe he still has it with him. Have you ever seen police files? No, sorry. Naked gone mm-hmm. from the files. Of... No. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with it because that has uh... Leslie Nielsen. Yep. And O.J. Simpson. I didn't remember that part, but... O.J. Simpson, yeah. Yeah, I remember Leslie it, Nielsen. How, how badly can we uh, Leslie Nielsen this guy's room just, like, fumbling around, <laughs> setting things on fire, and crashing into things? Slowly breaking everything. You guys are like, we're just going to sit here quietly, and the chairs start breaking underneath you guys. <laughs> Probably pretty I good. I like this oil lamp so that we have light. You set out the tea service. It's antique. You guys probably could. You guys really gonna wait the the no. probably three hours? You Why gonna not? take those eggs with you somewhere? Yeah, to, to the, uh, the university to have them looked at. Let's hatch them and train them. Yeah, this is gonna go great. So, you, you well, we could fluoroscope them. You done in the room? You just gonna leave? Uh, no, I make one final. Uh, I'm gonna make a pass for any other eggs. I fail. You have 47 out of 60 for spot hidden for anything else of note or interest. Look under the mattress. Open drawers. Just like they open the door. Or is that just me? Hmm? Suddenly feel a breeze. 
Oh, yeah. Air conditioning popped. Yeah, air conditioning just came on. Thank God. Because it's actually quite warm outside. Yeah. And this building will heat up because of the rough. Yeah, you should drop the ceiling lower. Um, then be more echoey. Yeah, we really need a way to increase our audio quality. Um, you're like, yeah, you have a solution. <laughs> that is an issue we were talking about just yesterday. Was it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you increase fidelity, you so many things would change. Um, no more pass. You made one final pass. Mm -hmm. There's nothing really else of note. There seems to only be one thing. He's found his little notebook. He said that he's out with actually uh, at to dinner with people from Mascatonic University in his notebook. Who where? Uh, it doesn't say that though. Are there any French postcards? I called down to the desk. I said, "Did Mister What's His Face? I uh, can't remember his name. Did he call for a taxi?" Uh, they they say or yes. Did you have? Did you call a taxi for him? And who was it? Yeah, they called a taxi. It was the big yellow cab. And uh, uh, did you call them for us? And we want to find out where he was taken. Yeah. They, no, no. We just want to go to the same place. Exactly. We want to find out where they took him. Yeah. yeah. So you guys taxi. call down to the desk and uh, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll call him for you. Uh, it said that he set his dinner date until about six. All right. So we, we go find out. He, it's some fancy place, uh, you know. The, the I follow the taxi in my car. Yeah, in your in your nice car that I assume is paid for with not tax dollars. What? He's a detective. Uh, I know. There's no income tax. It's the 1920s. <laughs> I know. I know. With, with tax, I pay property tax. You do pay property taxes. No, I, I, I probably pay sales you're tax. A, uh, you're a private detective versus everything that you get is technically like city funded, kind of, because you're wages, you're a public servant. Well, the businesses provide for all government employees. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys follow it. Some, it's really fancy French place. You get there and, you know... Chateau Le Bouffe? Yeah, Chateau Le Bouffe. Le Pew. <laughs> House of Beef. <laughs> House of Beef. Uh, you guys get there and, what, you just, like, bust into the front door. We're looking for, for uh, Alan Hackett. Actually, I have taken a letter. I've taken a envelope from the hotel, and I have written on the hotel stationery uh, a note telling him that it's urgent that we see him. And I present the envelope to the maitre d with just you know the guy's name on the outside. So could you deliver this message to Mister Racket? Yeah, like the ultra fancy way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the maitre d' is like, oh, okay. And he goes into the dining area. And I, I slip him a dollar. In the 1920s. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's like a $15 bill now. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he says, oh, yes. Uh, and so he walks into the, the dining area and he comes back. And there's a, uh, there's an older gentleman who actually comes back with him. Hmm. And he's like. Yes, you guys are from the hotel. Is there a problem? Uh, no, actually, we have been hired by Mrs. Eleanor, has name Carrington, Carrington, uh, to investigate her statuary problem, and we believe that you have found the same thing that we did. 
these eggs. Got that weird Jersey Devil thing. <laughs> Got the Jersey Devil inside. And uh, as he, as he, as you mentioned, and, eggs. and we should work together for the greater good of all. I want to see it. I spend two points of luck to succeed on my persuade roll. Okay. Uh, he he seems very apprehensive to uh, you to you. Uh, we have three of them out in the car. You think you could train one of those? Listen, things? boy, do you ever love the United States of America? <laughs> you just instantly you started doing your with like patriotism. What? I'm intimidating him. Yeah, he's from the very southern part of Massachusetts, <laughs> down about Florida way, Li- li- near. <laughs> New oh, Hampshire, live free I or just, die. I just missed my intimidate roll, too. How much? Like nine. Oh. I, uh, he, he's apprehensive with you, uh, with you, you know, saying, you know, that you have eggs in the car, and, you know, he's very hushed about it, and he pulls you away from the maitre d', and he's like, what? what oh, you I wouldn't have said this with the maitre d's present. Oh, the guy, the maitre d's just literally standing there. Uh, follow, follow the guy back. Like, oh, I thought you meant like the, he. Okay, I thought it he was brought, the guy he and back the professor Hackett with him. Yeah, he brought okay. back Hackett with him, but the major D did not excuse himself because you know. I say. Sort of, oh, would you pardon us, please? Yes. Yeah, he he's. Oh, I'm very sorry, sir. And he. Uh, then I start talking about the monsters. A second longer and slowly holds his hand out again. I give him a quarter this time. He says, "Thank you very much, sir," and he pockets it and walks away. All right. And then we have the whole conversation. Yeah, then you have the whole conversation. He tries to intimidate him. <laughs> the patriarchy seems kind of, kind and of I tell him the patriotism. about the idea of baiting whatever it is to reappear by putting up that other piece of marble. Why do you think it went after the statue to lay its and, eggs? And have a camera. And have a camera to take the picture? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we, could, we could rig up someone with a string like it... it it moves the rock and it pulls the pulls the string and that triggers the camera. He says. He says. I mean, we don't really need any any other ones. I, I got my own now. I gave it to the Miskatonic people. They're gonna they're gonna take it back to the university. So you had lunch with the Miskatonic. They actually yeah. just left a few minutes ago. I'm just enjoying a meal that they then paid for for me because uh, Ooh, what nice. I offered to them. If you guys would like to join me, I mean, it's all on the house. They. Just, on the house? They just left a $100 bill at the table and said, we'll be in contact with you if well, you find anything well, else. Well, I, I am not going to turn that offer down. I'm I asked what they were there. driving. Uh, he says uh, it's a black sedan. Like, yeah. <laughs> he says it's a black sedan. They were all immaculately dressed in the, you know, the black tuxedos without huh. the tuxedo thing, you know, with a black tie. It's really, a business suit. Yeah. Full on, full on, like, uh, how long ago did they leave? He, he's like, they left about 15, 20 minutes ago. There's no way you can catch up with them. Well, I think we should have dinner. I, dinner might be nice. He says, I, mean, that I think this, we should split the party. This is a fancy dinner on the house. He invites you how guys. How are you dressed? Poorly, like a construction worker. Like, like a construction worker, I assume. Yeah, o- sure, why not? Overalls, you know, no shirt, I assume. <laughs> He's got his hobo stick with him. Do you have your hobo stick? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
he he got he he does actually invite you guys to dinner. He he explains that uh you know it'd be really nice to sit with someone else. Uh, you guys okay. found more of these eggs. You said uh, yeah. The, there's several I of them in the basement room. I I think we could. They like I said, they dropped a hundred dollar bill on the table and left without saying a word after I offered them the, the tiny creature. I, we could share notes. We could go back and get a couple more of those eggs. I left a lot there. Actually. I think this right. sounds like a good business proposition. So, I but mean, they could be dangerous. Well. What, 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 how would the, the mother find them? It, the, the, I'm sure whatever laid them is the type of animal that doesn't come back. Well, if, even if it did come back, it would come because, back to the nest. Yeah, well, even then, I mean, how often do you see birds that leave the nest just unattended like that? Usually there's a pair that would be there and they would have to keep them. Warm. That's all I'm saying is I bet that this is a species that doesn't. Man, I've never seen There's gotta like be like before, two though. of them. If there's eggs, gotta have like two of them at least. And uh, as so he's, how could people never have seen these things? As he's leading all you guys back to the table, um, twenty out of fifty for an intelligence check. Uh, does it seem like this is like an insect thing where it just has fertilized eggs on its legs and just kind of leaves them hither and yon, as opposed to like it was trying to to make a nest, sort of thing. Well, was there no water? Idea. Was there water in the pool around the fountain? There was, was there. The water was like running and filling and stuff okay. at the time. So oh yeah, like we asked him. Was were those rocks? Were those eggs in the pond? Yeah, they were submerged in the water. Submer- maybe it lays its eggs in the water. He, but why? So you know Ooh. the 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 people are now dropping off steak after steak at the table. Yeah, I'm done devouring steak. The steak. After well, you know, after the second steak went down, because I'm sure that he stole your steak, there's like, do you, you guys need more? I, I asked her, do they have lobster Wenberg? They do. It's a new dish that they had just gotten in in this, in this restaurant, actually, because they had never heard of anything that garbagey before. It wasn't garbagey at the time. But, you know. Well, yeah, it's, it's lobster Newberg is actually lobster Wenberg with the letters rearranged. Because they fired Wenberg. And so they couldn't sell lobster Wenberg anymore. They so had they made to it. Change. Yeah, they just changed the two letters and made it Newberg. That's funny. Hey. Um, yeah. So you know, as as you're talking, he sort of mentions something else to you guys. That's you know. What'd you tell? Something a little more off. He starts talking about. Have you guys ever heard of Bianchi's? Yog Sothoth. Aye, Cthulhu Fatagan. One second. Can't flip pages. And uh, you ever heard of uh, the Marsh Wizard? Actually, wait. Rail lore. Have I heard of the Marsh Wizard? That would be one that you could probably get with rail lore. Um, I want to. Of course, I want to push it. I ask him. Wow! I succeed. Extreme success on my rail lore. You have heard of the marsh. I know uh, all about the you, marsh. You do. You actually start telling him the story, and he's like, "Whoa! <laughs> like what? Who is this guy?" It's exactly 187 years ago today. Um, is it the like wizard of the marsh, or is it a wizard named Marsh? It's a it's a wizard of the marsh. Okay, good. So the the infamous mark or marsh wizard of uh, Ipswich uh, has been haunting Essex County for centuries, according to many local accounts. 
Evidence of his existence goes back to uh, at least the 18th century, where uh, accounts of uh, disappearing cattle and people were associated with, uh, what was it, the Marsh Wizard. Such oh, shit. Cl- <laughs> such, such accounts uh, include the notion that the wizard had a demon familial uh, as a flapping giant, or yeah, as the flapping giant wings were reported more than once. Hmm. Yeah, he has a dragon-like steed uh, that he uses to ride and terrorize the local residents. So we're, we're thinking this thing's actually lived out in the marsh for quite a while. Yeah, that's uh, just that's, no one's ever just no one's ever come up with proof that it, that it's out there. He's he's really excited about this actually. And, you and tell him this story. <laughs> is there any like physical description of the guy? Yep, looks like this. No, the guy, not the dragon. Looks like that thing riding it. Oh man, we could train one of these things to ride. You want closer? I want farther. Um, farther. Well, uh, I believe that we have solved the mystery of what knocked over the fountain. We'll just write up a report and uh, mail it to her. Uh, Florida sound good? Florida? Florida? Yeah? Three, three for Florida then? You, that, I mean, if you want. That's the way to solve it. Well, I'm thinking we can sell these eggs. Or you can sell the eggs. I'm sure. Keeping... I mean, do we have any incentive to go track down this creature and get eaten by it? Mm-mm. No. All no, you needed, don't. All you needed to do to satisfy that quest was find out what knocked over the fountain. Yeah, I'm thinking we, we get in with this guy and we, we try to sell the eggs. Okay. Or maybe keep one to try him. Yeah, he's he's down for it. He's like, I'm down for Ooh. Um, but wait a minute. Yes, sir. Let me see if I can fail an intelligence roll. No, I succeed. Uh, 19 out of 50 to uh, be overcome by greed and think like, oh, but this guy could make gold out of lead for us, so we should capture him. Oh, you want to capture the marsh wizard? No, I, I succeeded on my intelligence roll. Oh, okay, good. Good. All right. Um, so you guys well, inform this- that... Uh, Edna Carrington, that a mythical monster has flipped her statue. No. We actually have proof that, that this is a, an, a living animal because we have the eggs. Um, it occurs to me that if we let the money-grubbing, hard-hearted woman know that she has the potential to grow monsters in her basement, that perhaps that might not be good for all of humanity. Um, we should not let her know about that part. What if we instead do the put a, a another block of marble up and we hide out like in the trees and stuff and get a picture of whatever comes to attack it and you know coincidentally we have Tommy guns and shotguns. Yeah. Can I get a manzil now? I know I said I wasn't going to ask for one. No, you got you got the equipment that you're going to get. No modifying at this point. But every time you go to a gun store, there's going to be like, we have books on this. You can mail order it 8 to 20 weeks before it Wait, arrives. Maybe we could get some sort of contraption. You're, you're not going to like could this we, very obvious could we, response. Could we mount a harpoon gun on the car so that we shoot it with the harpoon, and when it tries to fly away, we can drive the car a, to bring it A harpoon, if you were. <laughs> um, yes, sir. I, I would like to point out one thing. Yes, sir. He's a police officer. He can get guns oh, out of the police armory. That's right. That's right. 
But I gotta get an Ipswich. We are in Ipswich. Well, I thought we were way out of town. No, 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 no we never made it out of town. You never made it out of town. Oh, fuck. They've hey, would, would the police department have an Ips, have a uh, Mansfield? They, they, have, uh, they have some shotguns and some revolvers. They do not have a Mansville. There. Someday. Someday. Someday my character will have a Mansville. You can always hypnotize Edna to not be a money, money-grubbing money lady and just leave everything be. That's all. So you guys are going to try this camera trick. That's what we decided. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, you explain to... Do you, do you tell Hackett what you're going to do? Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. So, you know, he said that... Uh, I do not hypnotize Hackett. Okay. Right, so I'm going to ask him how you think you'd go about training one of these things. Like a same, horse. Same way you train anything. You break its spirit, and then you, you know, make it do stuff. So I'll bet you could ride one of these like a horse. I think you could. Sounds like they might get big enough to be ridden. Yeah. Um, he he explains to you that he's awfully tired after how exciting this day has been and everything, and he finishes the last steak, and he tells you he's going to go home, but he wishes you all good luck on your uh, quest this evening. All right. Um, we, we go to the police station. We get uh, brass buckshot, square buckshot, rifled slugs, extra shotguns. You get extra shotguns. You can get slugs. It won't really matter because your t- damage is going to be the same. You do not get brass buckshot. No. You can't you Come can't modify your weapon to to be a flechette launcher either. I wasn't thinking that. I I've been thinking it a lot. <laughs> Come on, brass buckshot. It's Geneva Rific. <laughs> you 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 got to go find this uh, this this animal. So I mean, you know, how are you going to rig? Can you how are you going to jury rig this camera to automatically take pictures? You're just going to hang out in the bushes and take a I picture was thinking, when it comes down. That was my plan. Was no, I'm going to like it's it's a certain distance from the porch, right? Yeah. Okay, so we have a rope set distance long, and like it's it's literally got like a switch thing on it. We rig it up so that when something pulls that rope hard enough. It pushes the button, and the camera is, like, hard-mounted to a post on the porch. I was just going to hide in the bushes and pop out and take a picture of the camera. Can you get one that you're, you can You're mispronouncing the, shotgun. Can you, can you get one that you can turn the flash off on? Yes. You um, can just don't also, put the flash on the flash Yeah, and, and we, need, uh, we need torches and um, some, big, some big lights, which we can like plug flood in. Floodlights? Not like floodlights. More like um, utility lights. They have those at the construction site. Okay, yeah. So so we can flood the area with light afterwards. Nope. But not like Klieg lights or anything. You know, there's something that's bothering me about this. There's weird One death. thing? There's, there, there's weird deaths. Like, that's not... A curse from the swamp wizard? The marsh wizard? The marsh wizard maybe put a curse on the place that's right next to... The marsh that he lives in? Yes, that could be. Per- perhaps we should maybe, I don't know, murder the swamp wizard when he shows up so that he stops death cursing people? Well, I'm not sure that there's really a swamp wizard. You know, I'm thinking maybe this is just a, a big creature that lives in the swamp and that you know people hear about it because it comes out and eats cattle and occasionally someone sees it in the moonlight or something. Where did this hacking dude come from anyway? 
He's actually a longtime friend of the uh, of the family. I, I'm not. I'm not entirely I mean, convinced no that there's actually a real dude who's writing the, one of these things of the who's like been alive for hundreds of years. That's crazy. Could be a family. Racket. Okay, it could be. Um. So, because I can buy that there's some weird identif- unidentified animal that lives in the swamp. Like hard success. Yeah, like a yeti. Library use. Mm-hmm. Um, history of the area, uh, particularly anything having to do with like that end of that swamp. Uh, uh, Indian curses, Indian legends, uh, police reports of strange sightings, people going missing. Busloads of people going missing. Planes full of people washing up on the shore, so they just do a mass burial and don't mention it to anyone. Incidentally, there was a plane crash in Lake Michigan, and they never recovered any bodies. But then it turned out that a bunch of bodies washed up on shore outside of this really rural area. So they just buried everybody in a mass grave and never mentioned it to anyone. Like they sent off a report to the state police, but the state police didn't really look at it. It's like, oh, yeah, this this mysterious disappearance is, you know, they did find the bodies. They did tell someone, but no one really paid attention. It's just a mass grave. Uh, You actually just find the same story about, uh, was it, the wizard... And how he steals the marsh wizard. Yeah, he steals cattle and people. Yeah, uh, they say that uh, small dogs. The last time that they had seen him was 1906, and that there hasn't really been any issues for the last like 14, 14 years. 15 years. Yeah. Does it go in cycles? Uh, it doesn't appear that the things go in cycles. It's kind of like there was like a good, you know, 60 years so of this this marsh wizard, and then it just sort of fades off. So it's not like every fourteen years he shows up or anything. It's not. It's not like there's a timetable to it of Harsh like wizard. of like yeah every fourteen years cycles. It's like eighteen people got killed and then all of a sudden disappears. I guess we're gonna we're gonna hide out and see if this thing returns to the uh, nest. So you you guys uh, go back to the Carrington Estate after you know the the mm-hmm. thing and. You see the sign out front of number of days since OSHA recordable incident. <laughs> Negative two. I was going to say point one. Yeah. It's like in the last hour, you as the last workers are leaving for the day, you hear it's like, did you see that Billy cut off his own foot with a hammer? We don't even know how he did that. <laughs> and, uh, Is there like a foreman of the construction people? No. Okay. They just sort of haphazardly. There is. His name is Marshall. Marshall Wizard Man. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. Well, That's you guys a... just sort of set up shop in this half-constructed house, and yeah, well, you take like a watch or something for this. You well, first, okay, you probably have to get what construction workers to help you move a giant thing out of the yes. room that they were told not to remove anything from. Well, about that, mm-hmm. uh, fifty-nine out of sixty for persuade. To convince her to let us put the uh, the other piece of marble up, and then stand watch to see uh, what happens, and we like spread the rumor that a sculptor is going to come in tomorrow and sculpt up the piece oh. of stone into being the new. Fountain. Actually, that's clever. Wait, before we even bother with that, how where did it knock the statue down? Like what level? 
Because I'm thinking it knocked the statue down just to get it clear so that it could put the eggs in the water. In which case, it would be a waste of time to move the marble, marble block because it would return regardless of whether anything's there. Unless it saw, like, a giant person as being an affront to it. Gosh. So, you know, like... That. Halfway. So there's still a, a sizable chunk in the middle of yeah, the fountain. still, like, the central piece of the... Uh, of the uh, so it doesn't look like it was trying to clear out the fountain. No. No, may- maybe someone would describe it as almost an accident that it pushed it over, even. Okay. Well, not with, not with, like, all those marks in it. I don't know. I mean, you could make an intelligence check, and I could give you more information on that thought. 40 out of 50. So you would think that if, I don't know, a giant bird-like creature was trying to lay eggs in a fountain, that uh, maybe it's too large to just, like, you know, fit in this thing. And so if that's the case, maybe while it's trying to, like, Shed out these eggs to the fountain that it knocked over the statue on accident. It could be. Especially since it's like a little dragon. Yeah. How, how big is the pool of the fountain? I mean, you know, it, it, I guess... I guess uh, 20 feet? 10 feet? 8 feet? Probably like 8 feet. Mostly, the most the big the biggest thing about it is the statue takes up the whole center of it. So you know, maybe the claw marks around it indicate that this thing was like trying to get in the fountain and just like couldn't fit. And so you know, I think it was trying to perch on the thing yeah, and just broke it. Exactly <laughs> that there were multiple claw marks where it was like maybe I'll fit this on. Oh, shit, have you ever seen a cat try and get in a box that's clearly too small for it? No. Oh, cats oh. Do that well, that exactly that. I've seen them like dive in head first and then like fumble around and then come back up, you know, their head's popping out, like, hey, I did it. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, 75% of them, their ass can be sticking out, but as long as their head's inside, they think nobody can see them. Exactly. <laughs> it's like that, you know, it's like an idiot animal, like, trying to fit inside of something that's clearly too small for it, and it's, it's like, oh, well, maybe if I try it this way, oh, that doesn't work. Okay, well, I'm going to stand here for a second. Okay, let's try it this way. Oh, that doesn't work either. Oh, well, oh, I pushed that thing over. Oh, now I can fit. This works just fine. i got plenty of room. I can put a foot here and a foot here and a foot here and a foot here and then a foot here, and then I can spread my wings this way, and then everything around me can take 20 points of stain loss. And, you know. I load up the shotgun with, with rifled slugs and buckshot. Alternating the shells in it too. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I start, I start to softly sing, bring bringing in the sheaths. <laughs> bringing in the sheaths. So you guys do did decide to move Down the marble or not? I was thinking now. Okay. Um, not the marble thing, but we will we will definitely like stake out this thing, and uh, we will still just have a a general trip wire. If something that, say, weighs several hundred pounds gets into the fountain, that it'll trigger the camera. Okay. With a flash bulb. I okay. Want, I want an extra camera because I'm I'm planning it. You know, like if the if it fails, the trip wire. Huh. I wonder. Okay. So when were uh, flamethrowers invented? You guys, you guys wait. And, you know. Um, Thank you. 
You wait from about six till, you know, eight when the sun's down. And then, you know, nine passes. And then just before ten o'clock, you, you begin hearing a noise. Thank you. Um, yeah, flamethrowers are contemporaneous. Can't have a flamethrower. I'm just saying. Anyway, you, you guys hear a sound. It's a whooshing sound. And then you hear something fairly large. Hey. Touching the ground. I stand by with the, the lights to flood the area. I want to get a look at it. <laughs> uh, Let's see how what, much what is the face of the moon? One round. Crescent, nothing unusual about the face of the moon. It's so it's not, it's not like brightly lit in the area. It's not. I mean, like if you're, lo- I mean, what? Since you guys were probably sitting there adjusting to the night the entire time, I'm sure that your night vision isn't probably eighty percent. You can probably make a spot and then see this thing. I succeed. Damn it. I succeed. Hey, Dave, are you going to I was going to push what? that if you I You look for the monster in the night? Of course I am. This, this game's going to end soon anyway. It, it is. <laughs> it, it'll end one way or another. I feel my sanity. Do Yes. Do. Uh, Actually, wait, no, I feel my spot hidden. You fail your spot hidden. I fail my spot hidden. I succeeded on my spot hidden. Perfect. I, I wanted to see this, this creature. If I had 70, I only have 60. You know, hey. you, you've heard all these stories about unidentified <laughs> creatures. Finally, finally get to see, see one. one firsthand. It's like seeing Bigfoot. I know. So, uh... You Dave, made a hard success, actually. Dave and Guy both make your uh, sanity checks on this. As you see the... the oh, I'm not going to make that. <laughs> Ooh, you succeeded. Uh, yep, I succeeded. You lose uh, two points of sanity. <laughs> For succeeding? You, you, lose, uh, you lose five points of sanity. Hey, Dave, have you lost five points of sanity yet? Yep, just good. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's going to be berserk rage. I hope so. Hold <laughs> it, you that. scaly son of a bitch. <laughs> You realize the bird is communist. No, the wizard's a communist, and he's raised this army of birds to overthrow the American way. Yes. I cannot, I cannot stand by and see the American eagle supplanted by your dragony bastard visage. Not those ones. Wait, is it these ones? Where should be the other ones? Where's the big list? Big oh, list of what? That, no, that's the damage list. It's much further farther. Is it? Like this way? Yeah. Going insane is such a core part of the game that you'd think it would be early on in the book. Yeah, it's... How how far is it? He just, like, opens the straight page to it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking it was way up there. Uh, it's Mythos Tones. Uh. Oh, oh, damn it. Roll a d10, uh, Dave. One. Oh, man, I don't know what that is. But it's not a phobia or a mania or berserk rage. It's not a phobia or a mania. Hey, roll another d10. <laughs> 
So for five rounds, he... Doesn't know what's going on. Amnesia. <laughs> Ooh. That's good, because it's from the last time he regained consciousness. So, so good morning. So yes. you put that under phobias and manias anyway? Uh, you just mark it for, uh, on the side is what you can do, because that one's not going to last forever. Yeah, it's Only just five rounds. Five rounds. So you're out in the dark, and there's some weird creature, and a person you do know and a person you don't know, we've all got shotguns. <laughs> Commies! What are you, what are you gonna, you're just gonna yell that at them? Get the cabbies here in the light. I close one eye and say, I'm hitting the lights. Okay. I turn on the lights. Okay. I got one eye closed. Okay. So it's not as shocking. The, uh, you can yeah, make I'll, a sanity I'll, check now because you'll definitely see it. I'll close my eyes when he turns the lights on. Because he says he's going to do it, and I know they're floodlights, right? It's five. You lose five points of sanity. Ooh. Um, hey, Mike, have you lost five points of sanity, though? You, you know what? I'm, I'm going to burn six points of luck to not fail. You lose two points of sanity for not failing. All right. That's too bad. I really want you to uh, get violence. So uh, as you flip the lights on... The, the, the Baki actually doesn't really even seem to mind. Like, it's just going about its business. Is there is, a guy in its back? No, it's just a Baki. He's, you know, it, it, uh, it, it, like, you, you physically heard it land, so it's just standing there, and it, it walks over to the fountain, and it, it sticks its head right in the water, and then, you know, it seems a little frantically, and then it pulls its head out, and it, uh, it begins sniffing the air. Oh, shit. We have the car. Does he sniff his breath? Car. Probably quite a ways away. <laughs> Actually, I imagine we would have secured them. We wouldn't have left them in the car. We'd secure them, like, in wherever we're staying. Because we're planning to sell the them later. breath is what I wanted to do. <laughs> it, uh, it so you've been fondling and yeah. poking. Sniffing the air. I would be the one who smells the most like eggs. And <laughs> it, it looks over at you guys. Uh-huh. Aught seven for shotgun. Just shoot it. Yep. <laughs> This ain't going to end well. I might as well get a shot in. Oh, come on. I was planning on using jump to get up on its back and ride it. You can still try that. You can still try that. Um, are we close enough to get 4d6? Uh, this thing, let me get the little map for the area. Holy shit. Is the Bayaki the one that flies up into the lower atmosphere and drops you? Yep. <laughs> it's one, it's, that's a go-to move with Mythos creatures. There's several things to do that. Like, it's I great when they specify like, the upper atmosphere, so you're, like, you're falling for a good two minutes of going, ah, I got a ah, hard success with ah. that shotgun, too, because you're 30 feet away with these shotguns. He's right. shooting, so I know there's something worth killing. It's a pretty Ooh. big target. It's a pretty big target. Yeah. So I also shot like I said. So it it is an extreme success with my shotgun. Um, I I need to see the weapon chart. I don't know if that's the forty six range or not. I think that they're only twenty. Bringing in the sheets. Bringing in the sheets. God help us all. We're bringing in the sheets. 
This is just good. Yeah. 401. We're all just reading books at the moment. This makes all super right. Shotguns, 12 gauge. Sure. Viewers at home. Uh, 10, 20, 50. Ooh. You said it's at 30? Yeah, it's 30 feet away. The, the So it's 1d6. <laughs> Here, I'll trade you. Because uh, I need something out of that book. Okay. I just, I got ready. I get the feeling I'll run 10 years. Die. I'll run ten yards closer to it. You'll run ten yards closer. Since I know and what then... the rate range is for those that even with my Yeah, he fires. Yeah, sure. I... From too far away, and you're like, I also oh, move man, for a ten. Fired a shotgun from thirty feet away. You need to be twenty feet away to kill someone with one of these. So two d six. Two d six. See, even I'm not foolish enough to try to use fighting brawl on this thing. 108. Pathetic. What did you do? Nine. I did four. Is there... You know what we should have done? How much of the second floor is You should have deputized a bunch of the construction workers. What was that? How much of the second floor is complete? Uh, enough that you could probably stand up there, but not enough that I could run into the first floor and have a roof above me. Yes, that is true. Like if some large nine, bird creature nine. tried to land, it would have a hard time getting at me. <laughs> Assuming that it's going for you, is it temporarily inconvenienced well, by I'm shotgun blasts? What's, what's about to happen is it's going to eat Mike. It and, might not. And then I'm going to run screaming and try to find a place to hide. And I j- just want to, you know, know what my options are for that. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, it, it is not necessarily inconvenienced by uh, your, your lights because it, it's not really too concerned about the light or you guys. Oh, good. But now that you've shot it, now it's concerned about you guys. Because it would have just gone about its business prior to the it's okay. Hail gun you of smell fire. like the eggs. Yeah. You don't have the it eggs might on think you. I'm another biochi. Sure. So uh, it might think you're another biochi. Dave, you move closer though. We both did. You both moved closer. Both went 20 yards away. <laughs> I, um, I'm about to make some sand checks. <laughs> yeah, it just rips me in half. <laughs> Tell my wife I loved her. Kill some cow. Wow. Okay. So, uh, it's gonna make a good old-fashioned... It's literally... Oh, wow. Okay. It's literally charging... Dodge, motherfucker. You can roll your dodge. <laughs> I probably would encourage you to. How does that work? Uh, it's a, a you see a giant monster coming towards you and you go, yipe! <laughs> yeah, generally, you're, uh, you're from so this I saw point a... contact or combat forward. Every attack you make gets a response, which is either do nothing, attack back, or uh, dodge. Alex, mm-hmm. I saw a roll that was oh, incredibly man. good until I saw they were all zeros. <laughs> Wait, that, that usually doesn't happen, because usually combat ends in one round when the monster kills you. Exactly. Yeah, mine was I get hard incredible. success. So 
you pass, but that's actually really unfortunate for Dave. Yeah, I'm... So, rather than it doing its double claw attacks on you guys, it's just gonna bite you. So, uh... Oh, yeah, that'll be all my hit points in one. Yeah, it is, uh... Might not. It might just, you know, bite you and remove... No, it's gonna be all hit points. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Are his shoes left? Are just his shoes and his feet in them left? Just so this is a really interesting ability. Hey, uh... Hey, Dave, what's your strength, actually? (laughs) Probably less than a bio. My big number? Yeah. Uh, yes. Actually, uh, my base is six. Is that's the numbers? one I need, because if it's your big number, we have even more of a problem on our hands, actually. You will literally just explode. So. The good news is you have no idea why any of this is happening. Right. He died as he lived, having no idea what was going on. Jesus, I actually feel bad now that, I, that this monster works this way. Yeah. So, hey, how does uh, 17 points feel as it literally drains the blood out of your body? Yeah, it doesn't feel anything <laughs> yeah. at all. <laughs> Dave just is slowly good. withering into a husk from this Baki bite. Oh, I, I think I just <laughs> like it bites him and just like... Yep. Me in half and it, it's dependent on how much damage it's doing is based on... Your strength. Not its, because its strength is a lot. Monstrous? Yeah. So it, it uses your strength to determine how much blood you have, <laughs> and which determines how much damage it's draining from you each round that it stays attached. Yikes. Huh. It's a hold maneuver. I'm stronger than I have hit points. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it absorbs all of Dave's life energy, and it casts him aside, and then it... Hey, of the two of you, which has more decks? Are you going to join this fight? I have six decks, so... I have 160. Decks? Oh, because you're Because prepared. I have a readied firearm. Yeah, so you, you go next. I love that rule. your turn. Um, okay. <laughs> so, there's a thing. It did that. And while it's doing that, I run up behind it, and I'm going to shoot it one more time at, you know, 10, uh, 10 yard range. And then I'm either going to live by running, or I'm gonna die. By draining. Light and hold, maneuver. <laughs> I got 14. So, a hard success with shotgun. I don't know if that matters. Yeah, you're fine. Throw an egg down his throat when it goes to bite you. All right, this landed in the cracks. I'm re-rolling back. All right. 21 points of shotgun damage. Wow. How many dice did you roll? Four? Four. I got a six, a six, a five, and a four. Does it look injured? Yeah, it's uh, barely clinging to life here. Shoot it. We're done. We gave you a gun. Because you haven't done anything in combat, it might not even care that you're there. Oh 
football club. Make an idea roll. It just killed your friend, the police officer, in front of you. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have had all that steak today. You're right. I do need to take this shot. Why can I not do math right now? He only has like not very much left here. If it helps, I've done 30 points of damage. I know, but there are reductions that are happening is why. I figured. There. Okay. There's such great reductions. Okay, so what I'm going to do mm-hmm. is I'm going to use my my hobo bread athletics to try to jump up on its back and like shoot it in the back of the head with the shotgun. And then if I don't kill it, I'll be in a place where it won't be able to hit me. Because it'll be on its back. Okay. So, yes, make a dexterity check on that one. De- not jump? Yeah, you can make a jump. I want to use jump or climb. You can use jump. Okay. <coughs> you 100% hobo stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> 64. Out That's of- a regular success. Okay. Come on, baby. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. So you very easily grab onto the Baki. You're now on its back, riding it. Yep, and I'm going to start shooting it with, you know, I've got the, holding on with one hand, got the shotgun in the other. You can only use one. The shotgun I assume you're using. Yes. Roll for your shotgun. <laughs> Are there any penalties for the extremely Wait a minute. manner in which I'm... We've forgotten something very important. What's that? When you are within base range, you get an extra tens die because you have advantage. So you roll all three die and you take the better of the two tens. It's more important for him because I have 55 in shotgun. So it's easier for me to succeed. I've got 25. You point it and you base. pull the trigger. That's what I know about shotguns. Okay. Go. This is very important to me. Can't push combat rolls. Oh, you can't? You, you can, can burn lock. You can't. Can you? You can burn lock in combat. You, can burn you can't luck. push rolls. Yeah. You can burn luck in combat, but you can't. I burn 22 points of lock. <laughs> Here, have 46. Why not? Ones, 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 ones. That's about what I rolled. Uh, that's 11. <laughs> I mean, holy fucking shit. Exactly kills it? No. He more than exactly kills it? No. He doesn't kill it? He doesn't. (laughs) You're so, so, this thing is so upset right now. All it wants to do is get its children and leave. It so it gets it, for bringing a drain bite ability to a shotgun fight. Am I about to change my profession to astronaut? You are because I can't. I it can't stay. It has one hit point remaining right now. That's why that's so impressive. Does it? It really does. What? 
Because it gets its turn before you get your turn. Okay. <laughs> Can it go 50 yards in one turn? I think it does. It, like, flies straight up into space. A second, because it does get a very large 16 times. It goes 48 yards in one turn. I do two points of damage to it. You do not kill it. I don't? Reduction. That's why that roll is so impressive. So... After it flies Wait, up. then it's his turn. Yeah. Then it's, Shoot it! Then it's Shoot his it. turn. Shoot so it quick! how high up am I? You're 48 yards. You can still survive. <laughs> you, you're 48 yards into the air. Okay. Aim for a tree on the way down. So Hope I, that it doesn't flip and land so on I you. So I have a, a, the, the other barrel. So if I botch this, I'm going to become an astronaut. I don't think you're going to botch this. Uh, I have to burn a lot of luck, but... Well, from 33 down to 25. Yeah. So, that's 8. So, I'm at 19 luck. Roll high. Roll high. Roll high. 10, 18. already got it. With the 5, he already got it. (laughs) So, you kill this, this mother Baki who is just looking for her children... And you start crashing into the the planet. At 150 feet in the air. Yeah, 150 feet in the air. Well, no, no, not quite, because it's only 48 You're yards. Right. It's only so 48 it's, yards, so it's, it's it's less than 150 yard. feet. Yeah, it's 144 yards. So 144 feet. feet. So the, uh, but I'm on the back of the Biaki, so um, you know it's going to take the brunt of the okay. impact. So right? you ignore the first 10 feet for falling. Then, then it's just a d6 for the other 100. So it would be 13 d6. I'm sure you can survive this, right? Aim for the fountain. Uh, plus, like, if he can hit something higher than that, like a tree. If the there's second a, floor the of, roof the of the The roof of the house, maybe that'll cushion your fall. So you should make a luck roll for hitting something to break the fall without so killing them. Oh yeah, my luck is pretty poor right now. <laughs> Nine, ten. I mean, I just take that back. At least I got a really nice steak dinner out of this job. You you really did. Can you burn your luck to make one more luck roll? <laughs> yes, you can burn your luck to succeed on the luck roll. It because it, your last Well, it would be um, it's that the. Luck that you're burning doesn't count against the luck roll. So if you had thirty and you rolled thirty-two and you spent so two, luck roll, it so wasn't you that you slam into the house and reduce this by one d six. Seventy-seven. I fail. I can't burn enough luck to succeed either. So. Now this is going to be very interesting for my character. Six. Yeah. Nine. Because I need to make a 12. check for having seen my. Acquaintance get killed. 18. My other acquaintance get killed, but I have to be a dead monster <laughs> body that he has to explain to. <laughs> you watch a but, mythos creature die. No, no, no. I took part in killing a mythos creature, so I get back some sanity. Which probably is going to make you seem more insane, let's all be honest here. So, 12. Dave's death. 18. 
Pass. <laughs> Guy's death. Pass. Hey, how, do, how do you deal with 42 points of damage? <laughs> Not very well. You lose one point for each one of those passes. I have an interesting thing to tell you. Yeah. Let's see. One, two, three, four. I've lost four points of sanity. Alright, um, so it's a D8 back for killing a mythos creature, right? Uh, one second. I gotta see how much the, the back is worth. Reward. Well, you don't get that one, because I don't think that you guys fully comprehended that portion of it. Uh, you didn't we do that did one. did not comprehend anything at all. Oh! Oh, that's... We don't know what's going on with the wizard story, or why the weird deaths were happening, but we that's killed true. this thing. Yes. Oh, the deaths were just unlucky people. That was like a running gag, is that if you guys progressed through days, more and more and more of them would just die every day in like worse and worse fashions, because that's hilarious to me, and uh, it was just a running thing. Uh, is that in the module, or that is in the module? Uh, that's not. That's just what I like. Um... You actually lose 1d8 sanity points. What? Yeah, for killing a mother and her babies. <laughs> I'm not even joking, it's right here. The correct answer to this mythos thing was figuring out this case is if uh, children are separated from their mother, which is 1d3 sanity, and then leaving the eggs out for their mother to claim is 1d8 sanity that you gain back. If you kill the Baki and her young, minus 1d8 sanity, and for each human death that you could have prevented by investigating this is 1d4 sanity, which... See, that's two human deaths that could have been prevented. It could have been prevented for those two, but uh, there's an extra thing, because you guys are lucky. You did prevent one death that was going to happen that I was slowly building up to that y'all uh, yeah, missed. We, we prevented the guy from who had the, the one baby from dying. You did not... Yes, I do allow that one as a death that could have been prevented. Yes, sir? You killed a helpless... A helpless she was just... No, she's not helpless! helpless. She was, she's a monster! Remember she when she landed and she was... Person. After you guys open shotgun fire on her. She's a dangerous creature. Is she though? Because she was just yes, looking for she's her She's incredibly kids. dangerous. What are, what are her kids going to eat? They're going to be taken back to space, actually. She was returning <laughs> to pick up her eggs that she hastily left in this fountain that she thought was the swamp because she's a dumb animal. And <laughs> normally she would breed in the swamp next door, but she came here... The hell is all but, this? Hey, there's water. I guess I can leave him there for a second. But, She's coming back for him. They were even starting to but, hatch. The thing was described like a kitten. But, but, but I rolled a D8 and I got eight for my sanity restored from killing a monster, a horrible mythos monster. It's all it misshapen. Was a, it was it's like a, kind of slimy. It was not. Here's description. The thing was almost cute. I love cats. It, it's so a mythos creature. I'm just reading what the module says. It's a says. dirty, filthy, hip, hip mythos <laughs> creature. It's a dirty, filthy, hippie <laughs> mythos creature. <laughs> We're the monsters. We're, We're the, monsters the monsters in this one. <sighs> Fine. That's why I was. That's why I said it. it's like I don't think combat's gonna happen because I figured you would Ten. figure this out the fastest, Mike, and be like, no, he's he's totally. 
It was the beginning of an invasion, I figured. I've so lost actually, 12 standing. <laughs> they just fly around space. I don't have mythos knowledge. I don't, I don't know these things. I know. Anybody um, know who's died that? Me. Is? I Dad, dropped it earlier. It's him. All right. Um, so, you. 36. Yep. <laughs> See you, Dave. It was fun. Next Sunday. I've lost 18 Next sanity Sunday. points. Oh, is this going to be on the computer or not? Yes. For, okay. I don't know if I'm added, I'll add it otherwise. He said yes. Okay. I'll, I'll add it. Okay. Um. See you, Dave. Yep. Yeah, so I've lost, that's 12 plus the 4 I lost earlier. It's 16 sandy points. I Roll me 2d10. Kill the, kill the mythos creature. I know, he's so sad now. This is like... 6 and 8? Half. It's... Half happy to me that one. Like, <laughs> it worked out this way, to be honest. No, it... it it's a horrible... It would have dropped him from space. What was the other? You got a six and an eight. Yeah. So uh, first, yes. we're gonna go with the eight because this makes more sense. Okay. So you start hysterically laughing at the realization that you just murdered this this helpless animal mother. Like like you tied all of her kittens in a sack and threw them over a bridge. And okay, then, it like, is the nineteen twenty. Held the cat there and made her watch as you drowned her kittens. And, no, it's more like I threw the mother cat in without the kitten. That's true. So they're they're stuck without a caregiver, right? We just have to go around and kill them. We were gonna sell them. Then Hackett, who's now selling them to the clearly men in black, not Mascotonic University people. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. Why I was trying to get that across, but I couldn't like say it directly. Like they're clearly like Delta Green sort of people, and they're like. We know what's happening. Like, yeah, give us, give us that one. Yeah, here's the money for it. No problem. They, they don't exist in the twenties. They do in my world. <laughs> well, Delta Green doesn't, but okay. you know the men, the men in black hey. sort of idea. And hey. uh, yeah, so you, laughing hysterically. You're laughing hysterically, and then you know, upon the final realization that like this is what just happened here—that two of your friends just died because you were a monster at heart—you uh, faint. Mm. You wake up uh, six hours later. Right. Surrounded by two dead friends and no corpse for some reason of the Baki, so now it seems like you just killed your two friends. Wait a minute. <laughs> the men in black didn't just take me or kill me too? Why would they need to? You're going to sound like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> uh, oh, No, I'm not. One extra thing, though. There's no witnesses. Yeah, it's just I... you and two dead bodies, I know. That's the problem here. <laughs> It's no, I just really leave. Weird dead bodies too. I mean, one's I just leave. All over. One is like <laughs> fell from a hundred fifty feet up near. It looks like he got beaten to death with a with a sledgehammer on the roof somehow. They don't even know how you did this. There's a crater <laughs> where he hit. Exactly, you were really hit. One splattered ever. I I go home. I've been home all night. There's a there's one extra thing that I want to add here because it warms my heart a little bit. Uh-huh. There's a giant hole dug into the ground actually just at the side of the Carrington Estates that leads directly into the cellar <laughs> and all the little rocks are gone. Oh, good. Yeah, so the other Baki... The other Baki came and took care yeah. and they, they spared me because I was not a threat to them. Exactly, because all its goal was is, hey, where's my babies? Oh, no, mommy's dead. Oh, we can chew up the babies. 
Oh, and also they murdered Hackett, because that also makes me happy, because they showed up at his house because they could smell it, which was the other thing about how far the car was away. It wouldn't have mattered, because he would have gone straight there and ripped the car open to get to it. That's another four points of Sandy. <laughs> you want to roll again, Mike? Sure. After you, after you at Three. home, escaping this... Escaping the I find oh. out the next day Hackett's been mysteriously murdered in his sleep. Yeah, you're uh, you descend into violence. Which pretty typical for you. For uh, the next nine hours of a blood red rage or rage that you are just beating your like the, the hotel room is flipped up like they start sending people. I'm at my off. house. Oh, even better. The neighbors are like, what's going on next door? And they're sending like cops and the cops, sir, are you okay? And you're like, bam, bam. That's my first time I killed people, so I mean, at least I got that going for me. Yeah. Yeah. Key, though, man. I I was hoping that you would have like gotten that quicker, actually, because usually you're like, like it's just a, like I suppose it is a mythos creature, though. So it's a first, mythos creature. If, I, if that I've had bad experience house. with mythos creatures, like grabbing me and taking me up in the sky to kill me. That's true. In game, not in real life. I've never had a, a mythos creature grab me in real life and take me up in the atmosphere to drop me. Uh. Well, I've you can keep it. Oh, I wait, failed as a person. Uh, it's like they resorted to violence too quickly and didn't didn't think things through enough. Although my character only has average intelligence this time, so it's it would make sense that he probably would just resort to violence pretty quickly. Yeah, the uh, Hackett. You hey, guys did did the camera survive? Oddly, yes. Is the film still in it? Yes. So it shows something weird on it that no one believes is like a real thing because it's so it's like that picture of the uh, the Civil War guys with the pterodactyl exactly or the picture of the Loch Ness monster where it looks real but everyone's like it's got to be a fake and then it ends up finally being a fake after twenty years but yours actually isn't a fake but no one can prove that it's not a fake so like they're using like the counter proof argument which is a logical fallacy anyway sometimes hey. <laughs> So yeah, you know, you got that going for you. I'm sure the men in black didn't show up and recover that. Um, so after I get out of the psychological institute, um, I'm going to try and find the men in black. Join them? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure they're actually humans underneath their pale waxy skin. Exactly. So you should have described them as having like pale waxy skin and... The guy didn't think anything was weird about it. He was too, you know, obsessed with this tiny creature of, like, clearly crazy origins that hatched inside of his house and uh, that he was feeding cat food and trying to keep in a birdcage because it had wings. And, uh... So, did the house, the estate, successfully get constructed in the end? It did. After several months of unfortunate death after unfortunate death, it did finally get constructed. And the... Well, our deaths were not in vain. I. That's what I'm saying. Um... You guys could have traveled into the swamp, actually. Was there the swamp wizard thing? Yes and no. You could have found his dead body. Oh. But in finding his dead body, you also find the spell on how to control the Bakid for a, a steed. How to summon and de-summon them. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
That would have been handy. Yeah, you could have done that. I mean, he probably would have explained to you that, you know, they're, like, fairly docile creatures unless you, you know, are aggressive towards them. Well, but he was already dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. But like, that, his notes explain. Yeah, his, his notes explain a whole bunch of information they, about They them, like to like, be nuzzled under the yeah. ear. They, they like, when you scratch just underneath their horrible beak-like appendage that is their mouth, and, uh, you know, that their leather-like skin has a somewhat velvet, like a feel to it for adults. Well, at least I got to ride the well, bionic. The, the, the adult ones. Yeah, okay. the adult bionic. Yeah, you got to ride one very briefly before... God, that first roll where you got it down to one HP, and I'm looking, and I'm like, minus two, minus two, minus two. Yes! And then it's like, oh, but he's so close. It's not even like... Poor Baki's just got to run for his life and leave its children there to die. Because they're not going to have any space food. Because they can't live on cat food, Mike. I Okay, yes, I, I get it. The horrible mythos creatures eat horrible mythos diets. Exactly. Like draining human the, souls and, the, and the life blood energy. out of human beings, which that ability, that ability is crazy. Yeah, as soon as you explained that, I looked at my... 14 strength and my 12 hit points and went, nope. Yeah, you, it's like, I can't, I think that the goal is, like, you use a Baki against a Mythos monster that has enough health to be able to withstand it is what the goal is, I think. But when you just use it against, like, a player character and you have, like, your base number is, like, 6, for example, for Dave, doing, like, 60 points of damage for you. It's Wait, wait, how does it work? It's the strength times 10? Uh, 3d10 times strength. <laughs> plus 1d6, which the 1d6 is just the So my strength was 14. Mm-hmm. So, so you, it would have been instant. Like, that's the three, 42 three. damage would have been the minimum you could have suffered. Mm-hmm. Isn't, yeah, that, that's why that's why I was like pausing and I was going, like, that can't be right. And then I read it because it has a block of text underneath it explaining how the spell works. Mm-hmm. And then it was explaining, like, if they have this much strength, this is how it's calculated. And I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Just outright kills you. It just outright kills you. I think, but I think that's its goal. Is like if you got the spell, you could use it against other mythos monsters, and they probably wouldn't die instantly. It'd just be a really minor inconvenience to some of them. Some of them. And some of them don't have blood. Exactly. They can't get drained in that case. All right. Well, um, I guess I'll stop the recording now. You've been listening to another fine We Hate Bards podcast.